The Versecast is part of the Heroes Tavern community. Join us at HeroesTavern.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Versecast, the Star Citizen Podcast. My name is John Abraham. And I am Gleep. Welcome to episode 17 of the Versecast. Today is February 9th, 2015. How you been, John? I've been pretty good. How have you been? I've been okay. Been busy, 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 but uh, you know what? I'm really excited by... uh, our first gathering of the Those Guys with Ships uh, Sunday evening meetup. How's that yeah, for the title? It was fun. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. And um, uh, looking forward to doing more of that. We'll talk about it a little bit later in the show and give proper shout outs to all the, uh, the folks that came out. But uh, did want to start off with uh, a little enthusiasm about uh, how cool that was and encouragement for other people to come join us. So, you know, it was so cool. It was so cool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we we got a uh, we got some uh, good guys in our group. Some that's uh, we got we got some really good guys in our group. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe too good. Yeah. <laughs> no, never too good. Never too good. Ah, <laughs> uh, so um, uh, following up with the uh, the housekeeping or starting up with the housekeeping. Uh, you know how hot is it in here, John? One hundred three degrees. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That's because the intro and the outro for the show is off of his latest album, Alphanumeric, and he is Ronald Jenkins. Please do go check him out at ronaldjenkins.com, and thank you again, uh, Ronald, for allowing us to use your stuff. And so, you know, John, I went and I saw a, um, a movie over the weekend. I went and saw Jupiter Ascending. Have you uh, seen the, the trailer for that? I did see the trailer. And it looks mm. pretty cool, um, but I didn't realize that Channing Tatum was in it. And uh, after he did that, what was it, Magic Mike? Um, mm. I don't know. I can't really take him seriously. But you did know, you see it? I did see it. I went to went to the IMAX on opening night. Me and uh, my regular Friday night uh, gaming buddies, we uh, got tickets and went and did that. We did a field trip and. Uh, it was um, visually really spectacular. You know, mm-hmm. the movie, it was kind of okay. You know, it's a, it's a Wachowski, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, um, film. And so, it, you know, it had all the usual stuff that they've got. But uh, um, uh, I did, you know, I, I, I don't know the Channing Tatum from anywhere else. So, uh, you know, he, uh, he was fine, fine by, uh, by me. Um, uh, I did, uh, and Sean Bean, kind of like in the first... Uh, uh, Lord of the Rings movie, you know, w- is so much better of an actor than everyone else that he kind of stick <laughs> sticks out funny, you know. Yeah. But, but uh, other than that, uh, the the star, the real star, of course, were the ships, and the ships uh-huh. were just badass. So yeah, um, I just recently, like, I didn't see anything about this until like probably a week, week half ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the trailers look pretty cool, but I didn't really know anything else other than that. Yeah, it's um, 
it's it's pretty um, you know it's uh, well I won't spoil it no, no spoilers just the, the the ships are badass um, go check it out uh, if you're interested in seeing really badass ships and uh, none of the acting was uh, took me out of it so mm-hmm. I I'll, I'll give it a, a qualified thumbs up how's that yeah all right well so Magic Mike was a uh, Channing Tatum was a stripper in that movie so <laughs> ooh well. I'm, <laughs> I'll put I'll put that on my forget to see it list. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, you know what? Since last week, uh, membership in the Those Guys with Ships Star Citizen organization has exploded. Boom. We are, we are now up to yeah. Boom. We are now up to twenty eight members strong, John. I can't believe it. One week. It's, one week. It's incredible. It's incredible. Um, yeah, so I'll give you a quick rundown of who has joined. Uh, Tobler One, and uh, his icon in the on the forums is um, that Toblerone. Yeah, yeah, the, the can, <laughs> candy bar thing. So yeah, um, that's but he the way he spells it, I think we pronounce it Tobler One. So anyway, yeah. he's been listening to recent shows, thinks we sound like good people. You know, yeah, I like that. Um, he's played uh, Wing Commander, Privateer, and he found Star Citizen uh, last month, and is glad that he didn't find it earlier because waiting is really hard and potentially expensive. Yeah, I love that. that that's kind <laughs> of the mentality I have when they release movie trailers or. Like, even, like, game uh, reveals way ahead of their release because I hate having to wait. Yeah, yeah. And it's and while we're waiting for uh, the final release of Star Citizen, uh, we get to uh, sort of spend our time buying ships. So <laughs> there comes the potentially expensive part. Yeah. So, uh, well, so welcome, uh, Tobler1. Uh, Space Monster 505 joined the group. He said he likes the sound of our group, is looking forward to seeing us in the verse, and said thanks for the show. So you are most welcome, Space Monster 505. Uh, Cross enjoys the podcast and wishes uh, there was more of it. So, aha, we were concerned about going too long. Uh, Mr. Cross here, he uh, he says bring it on. Uh, he has. Uh, that's what she said. <laughs> Bum pum Um... <laughs> He has a beta, Mustang beta, and wants a Durer to do some trading and some exploration in the PU, but he thinks that the combat looks fun too. So um, I'm sure we'll, uh, we'll find stuff to do together with, uh, with Cross. So uh, welcome, sir. And, uh, you know, exciting uh, new addition to the group, Mr. Chivalry Bean Lowmaster. Um, I don't know if, if you know uh, who Chivalry Bean is, but he is, um, I think, in uh, among other things, the community manager for the Guard Frequency podcast. Yeah. Yeah, and um, he's on the show sometimes, but I know he writes a lot of the content, content for the show and uh, is a very nice guy. I've exchanged some emails with him. Um, and so he, he uh, asked if we had room for a cross-podcast spy, um, I mean ambassador. <laughs> uh, so he is, uh, of course, we, uh, we are happy to have uh, Mr. Chivalry Bean on board, and we are working on some stuff with the Guard Frequency podcast with that uh, as soon as we get some things finalized, we'll be talking about it more soon. So tease, tease, tease there. Stay tuned for further developments. Uh, Rurak has been following the show since shortly after it started, so he's a, a long-time listener, and wants to get in before we blow up too big. And I think just in time, John. Yeah. Just in time, yeah. And he is pretty new to Star Citizen, but thinks it will be just about everything he has ever wanted in a sci-fi game. 
And so I agree. I think yep. it's. Uh, I think it. I think that's what it's going to be. Uh, Mr. Darrison Hurston, who lives in Hawaii, he's a um, Star Wars Galaxies, WoW, Guild Wars Two, and Eve player, uh, and he has a Disney habit, which is near and dear to my heart. Love a the Disney, Disney habit. You, you just you gotta go. You just gotta go. It's, yeah, it's. Uh, I've never been to Disney World. You haven't. No. You should. You should do. That. It's the happiest place on earth. I know. When I was a kid, I would watch like the shows that were just about Disney World, like uh-huh. where they like guide you through stuff and show you how it worked. Like I had like VHS tapes of that those, and I would just watch them over and over. But I never got the chance to go. But. I still have, you know, time. <laughs> you have time, and, and, and they will be there for you, John. <laughs> um, so, anyway, he, um, uh, Darasan, who has been a, a frequent contributor on Twitter, and we thank him very much for that, uh, is excited about uh, Star Citizen uh, replacing his uh, Star Wars Galaxies Jones. Uh, he loves group play, and, um, uh, you know, so we just want to welcome him aboard. Uh, Jeff says that he is French and that every org should have at least one Frenchman. Uh, and he said that he's going to cook for us. So, you know, what's not to love about that? Yeah, but what can, what can the, what can a Frenchman really help in time of war? Ooh. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ixnay on the Oaks, Jay. <laughs> Jeff, I still love you, and French food is the best. Yeah, so welcome, Jeff, and we're we're looking forward to uh, to playing and eating with you in game. So yeah, <laughs> is that a thing? I feel like they've they've talked about it, but I don't think it's going to be something that we're going to do. Well, we certainly have enough bars in the game, so um, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm hoping there's going to be some snacks to go along with it. You know, yeah. So, um, uh, you know, because a guy can only drink so much Diet Coke before he needs to have a cheeseburger to go with it, <laughs> you know. So, um, uh, yeah, but I, I think, uh, you know, as part of the uh, the ambiance, there are, are going to have to be some eateries planet side. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then today, Mr. Stinger145 joined us, and he said, Hello from Australia. Love the podcast. Looking to join. I am currently a guy with a ship. (laughs) (laughs) So I think he meets all the qualifications. Uh, The one qualification. (laughs) A pulse and a ship. (laughs) And the ship is optional. (laughs) (laughs) So welcome, Mr. Stinger. We appreciate you uh, uh, wanting to come play with us, and we are looking forward to playing with you. Um, so, uh, moving on to the Heroes Tavern, new Heroes Tavern members and Heroes Tavern news. Uh, we figured out how to pronounce, uh, Zijen's name. I think we'd been pronouncing it Zygen. Uh, he posted some feedback about episode 16 and added, uh, some in-game calendar knowledge. Uh, Wait, which I is it, was... is it a soft G or a hard G? Uh, I, I believe it's Z-Gen, but... Um, I thought it was Zegan. Oh, my gosh. Am I messing it up again? I told him I wouldn't mess it up. Uh, you know what? Let's go with Zegan. I like that. That's okay. good. Yeah. That's, that, yeah. I think that, 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 that flows a little better, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I, I, he's, the, he's the one with the, uh, the uh, avatar from Goat Simulator, so... Oh, yeah. You know, it's got to be Zegan, you know? Yeah. Um, Anyway, he posted some feedback about episode 16, which we appreciate, and uh, shared some in-calendar or in-game calendar knowledge. Um, and like I say, he's contributed a bunch to um, 
uh, posts or to threads in the forum. And he started a, um, he contributed a bunch to a thread that was started by Yellow Stag, uh, where you can post your Vandal Swarm scores. Um, so uh, please do go to Heroes Tavern and check that out. Um, it's, uh, it's fun to see what everyone else is doing and, and how high some of the guys are getting. So um spaz x7 uh started a thread there on heroes tavern where we can all share what ships we have and specifically he was asking which ships we would never ever 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 melt and so um, there's some interesting conversations i think going on in there and then uh tobler one or tobleroni uh joined <laughs> us on on tuesday so we we welcome him to uh, heroes tavern as well and uh, uh, speaking of Yellow Stag, he posted in the forums uh, that he likes our new intro and outro music, and uh, he gave us a, a bit of an update on his. Uh, he was the the guy with the uh, the broken clavicle, and um, uh, he was one of the guys that was playing with us last night. And uh, I think it's pretty safe to say that uh, the if he's playing with a broken clavicle and playing that well, when he heals up, uh, he's just going to be a monster. So he was um, like, yeah, he was he was playing like a boss last night and using push to talk so i don't know how he was doing that but i think he's got a third arm or something <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know how he was but uh, um anyway he's been a, a frequent contributor to the forums too so uh, uh thank you uh, stag we really do appreciate that um all right and uh, we have a new listener email address uh john you want to talk about that a little bit yeah um over the break, I took the opportunity to pick up versecast.org. Um, so I'm going to be fleshing out that address on uh, uh, Heroes Tavern so that we'll have um, all the links to the Versecast and to the org and all that jazz um, on its own page so you can find it all there. Mm -hmm. um, but for now, uh, you can email us at comms at versecast.org. Uh, so yeah, we have our own email address, um, and the cool thing about it is, if you forget what the at versecast.org thing is, you could just mm -hmm. at anything, because it's a catch-all email address, so you can do like, contact at versecast.org, whatever. Uh-huh, um, uh -huh. So yeah. But you know, for, to keep the immersion intact, we want to go with comms, right? Yeah, like yeah. we're communicating and, you know, uh -huh. it's, uh, you know... Like we're in spaceships and stuff. Yeah, so. so if you feel like getting a little more immersed, then you should send us an email right now. <laughs> you should. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So cool. Very cool. Yeah, that's where uh, we're using that uh, to field your guys' calls. We're separating that from the old email we had just because uh, uh, we're using that for some other stuff now. So. And speaking of other stuff, uh, we've got just a whole bunch of uh, Twitter activity. So we want to give shout-outs to um, a lot of uh, folks that have followed us or contributed uh, since last time, including Andre Darasan, who I mentioned earlier, uh, from Hawaii. Uh, Tam Demonium uh, was, uh, contributed uh, some stuff. Uh, Jimmy, who we played with last night. Uh, Saul Dion. Uh, Mina Hazuki. Space Monster 505, who also uh, joined uh, the org. Dr. Flux, Razy or Razzy, I'm not sure how, to, how we pronounce that, but... And this uh, one's my favorite. Yes, yes, uh, the best name of all time, pee-pee-poo-poo-pee-pee-ha-ha. Pee, <laughs> it's the best name of all time, so I, of course I had to mess it up. I, I, I apologize, Mr. Ha-ha, I will get it right <laughs> next time. Mr. Ha-ha. <laughs> um, Desert, 
Desert <laughs> Liver. Oh, boy. Oh, good gravy. Desert <laughs> Lizard and Wolf Larson. Darth Rich. And uh, um, finally, just uh, uh, today, we got a follow from Lennon Rich, who is a uh, member of the Guard Frequency broadcast team. So we're very happy to have Mr. Rich uh, watching what we're doing. And uh, welcome, sir. Uh, we uh, And we judging enjoy- us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm hoping for some constructive criticism. Yeah. (laughs) So, anyway, welcome everybody. And um, uh, some of the sort of standout contributions uh, over the week, uh, Jimmy added uh, an in-depth series of tweets about how calendars in game might work. It was uh, was, uh, pretty cool the way he broke that down. So, um, all of this Twitter stuff, if you just follow us uh, at Versecast, uh, um, you can catch all this stuff as we... um, send it out or favorite it or retweet it. So that's a good way to keep up with some of this stuff. So um, Andre asked if we had ever played Space Engineers. And I did for a while back before it had as much uh, cool functional stuff as it does now. Um, And I would go back to it for sure if I had the time, but I just don't really have the time right now. Um, Have you, I know, I think John, you did pick it up and you played it a little bit, but. um, Yeah, I kind of did what you did. But then I heard you say something about C-sharp language to do stuff in the game now. Yeah. And that kind of scares me. (laughs) Yeah, it's, um, um, well, you know, like in uh, some of the Minecraft mods, you could could program turtles to do stuff using using the Lua scripting language. Mm-hmm. Uh, in uh, uh, Space Engineers, you can use, a, I, I think it's a variant of C-sharp, um, which is kind of like Java, I think. Um, mm-hmm. So it's um, it's not as scary as it sounds, but uh, uh, that's the way that you're able to automate and control objects, is my understanding. So, But one thing I wanted to mention about uh, those fine folks from, and I forget the name of their uh, game studio, uh, but uh, have you seen anything about their other game, which uh, I think is in early access now, called Medieval Engineers? I haven't. It is pretty cool. Um, and again, if I had the time, I would definitely uh, check it out. It is uh, kind of like, um, you know, it's, it's voxel-based, kind of like Space Engineers and Minecraft. Uh, but you're able to, like, build castles and then, um, like, have battles with people uh, using you know like trebuchets and and uh, stuff like that. Wow. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. You know, check out the uh, the trailer um, on uh, either on Steam or if you just go to YouTube and type in Medieval Engineers. Uh, it's uh, it's pretty fun. Well, did you ever play um, Chivalry? No, I've heard about it, but I never played it. Yeah, Chivalry is. It's medieval also. Um, uh-huh. It's kind of like if Call of Duty had medieval weapons. Um, and the game, oh, like, okay. the tagline for it is even medieval warfare or something, like modern warfare. Um, oh, okay. But uh, that game was really awesome. I liked the, the vibe of it. And, uh, yeah, I, I feel like something where you could actually build stuff and then use catapults to destroy people's castles. That sounds cool. <laughs> it is. It's very cool. It's very cool, and so I, it's definitely keeping an eye on it. And uh, someday, when uh, when uh, I, I get some uh, some minutes to to rub together, I will uh, definitely check it out. Uh, <laughs> I've never heard of somebody rubbing minutes together. 
Yeah, it's a, you know, it's like all the at the end of the month with your cell phone, all your unused minutes. You know, you oh gotta, yeah, you got to yeah, rub you, them together. Yeah, you you save them up in a bucket and then you rub them all together and <laughs> it like opens a a tear in the space time continuum and then you play <laughs> play more games. What could be better than that? Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, Mr. Darasan, who we've mentioned a couple times already, um, asked or he posed the question in Twitter: Will killing pirates and taking their ships be a legitimate way to add ships to your personal hangar. And um, I don't think we really have a definitive answer to that yet, and I I hope the answer is yes. Uh, But what sort of occurs to me is that if the ship, um, what if the ship is previously stolen? What if, you know, some pirate steals uh, your ship, John, um, you replace it with insurance, um, and then um, I find the, um, uh, the pirate and I kill him and take the ship back, uh, then do we both have a constellation, or does the insurance company take it back? Um, I've also heard them talking about restitution, so that when you know someone robs you, and if your stuff is recovered, then you get some money back, or I don't know. But uh, I think just kind of we don't we just don't have enough information at this point. Well, does insurance cover theft? I think so. I think so. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, like if it's, I mean, in real life, if you have uh, uh, full coverage on your automobile um, and it gets stolen, I believe that it it does. Uh, you get uh, some settlement for it. Yeah, but what if you have a friend that's a pirate? Well, what if you have a friend in general that you do kind of like a setup where they just steal, they steal your ship? And then you claim it on insurance, and then you've basically now you have two ships. Oh, fraud! Uh, yeah, is, it, is, is that is that going to be a, a profession of <laughs> insurance fraud person? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't. You know, I don't know. Um, but I'm sure, uh, given that uh, they are now doing these uh, detailed design uh, documents instead of the stretch goals. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there have been enough questions about stuff like this that we're going to get a, a, a pretty detailed explanation of how it's going to yeah. work in game at some point. So, well, maybe but that'll that, be a job for the uh, the lawyer dude or whatever they're called. Yeah, the the arbiter. Um, yeah, the Ar- Ar- arbiters guild. Is that what it was? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that could be. But anyway, thank you, Darson. That's a good question. Um, and when I think that. Uh, uh, we will all care a lot more about if it happens to us. So, um, Razy or Razzy, we need to we need to, to reach out to him and find out how to pronounce his name. You know, um, tweeted to let me know that he had picked up the Starfarer in the last sa- sale, and he also has a Phoenix, which he said will make a great place for the org to hang out. So, you yeah. know, how? Yeah, I definitely want to know how to pronounce his name because I want to hang out on his Phoenix. <laughs> Um, and he also he upgraded to a Mustang Beta and or from his Mustang Beta to a Delta. So um, that's that's cool. It's like I, at least that's four of us now. I think that I'm aware of off the top of my head that have the uh, the Delta. That you yourself, myself, uh, Tam Demonium, and uh, and Razy. So uh, that's a beautiful thing. Um, Dr. Flux tweeted a link to an excellent Star Citizen review uh, by TGN partner Captain Shack. Have you heard of uh, of TGN or Captain Shack? I've heard of TGN, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely um, uh, get on our Twitter and, and find the link to that because that was, uh, um, I thought, a very good um, introductory 
um, uh, introduction uh, to the game and uh, pretty uh, pretty comprehensive, but not too long. So, well, Doctor Flux does a lot of. Is this who I'm thinking of? Somebody, somebody is following us that uh, does a bunch of YouTube videos covering uh, ships and I, stuff. I think that's Darth Rich, the next uh, oh, person okay. on our okay. list. Yeah, um, yeah. Doctor Flux, I believe, has a podcast um, uh, focusing around comic books. If I'm not oh. mis- mistaken, um, and I and I apologize, Doc. I don't remember the name off the off the top of my head. But uh, if folks call follow at Doctor Flux F L U X X. Um, you will see uh, he sends out tweets when he's recording and stuff. So, um, But Darth Rich, he did a couple of reviews recently, I think, uh, of the 350R. It was one of the 350... Yeah, I think it was the 350R. And um, so uh, we, uh, of course, he's a member of the organization, so we uh, we got to show him some love and support for uh, for uh, the, the stuff that he's doing. So do Yeah, I watched a couple of his videos. He's He's got some nice stuff on there. Cool. Cool. And then, okay, I'm going to get it right here. Poo poo pee pee ha ha. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, he added some clarification as to what dice was, and I think that's that's what I had um, had uh, remembered from back in the day uh, that dice was kind of like a um, uh, recruiter hub for or a, um, a job board for uh, tech guys. And mm-hmm. um, and uh, I think uh, Darson then added uh, pointed out that uh, you were um, actually featured in one of the ads, and so we, we, we wanted to get your comment on that, John. Uh, I have no comment at this point. <laughs> That's probably the safe bet. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you everybody for following and or retweeting us. We really do appreciate it, and. Um, you know what? When things get crazy at work, I go, uh, I hide in a dark closet and uh, go through the Twitter. And uh, so, <laughs> you're, you're helping keep uh, keep me sane. So thank you, everybody. We appreciate it. Um, and uh, we mentioned already that we did play last night, but then we do want to reiterate that we are going to continue to do so every Saturday or every Sunday evening going forward, or at least that's our plan. And so uh, the way for us to hook up right now, given the current state of the um, uh, communications or comms in the game is uh, to join us uh, in our organization. Uh, follow us again on the Twitter at AdverseCast. Uh, and then we'll send out a tweet when we're getting ready to go play. And so then at that point, jump into uh, Arena Commander. And John or I will invite everyone we can to play um, whatever it is that folks want to play. And um, we also encourage you to add the other members of the org to your contacts list. Uh, so that uh, when we're not on, um, you can uh, you know hook up with other people, and uh, you know we can just get in the habit of of uh, playing uh, with each other. So um, we also uh, we last night we uh, tried out the new um, uh, voice chat. Uh, it's it's sort sort of the, a new version of the same voice chat, but uh, it worked, which was <laughs> was excellent. Yeah. Um, so we have Mumble voice chat, and you can um, access that. Uh, by um, downloading the Mumble client if you don't have it, um, or um, uh, if you do, just click on the link to join the server, and it will uh, drop you right into the uh, Heroes Tavern uh, Mumble server, and then just uh, drag and drop yourself uh, into the Star Citizen group, and uh, away we go. Yeah, it's a 20-slot server, and uh, 
it's not just for Star Citizen. You can use it for whatever you want. So mm-hmm. if you have mm-hmm. friends or you want to join up with anybody, you know, you can hang out in there. It's a, it's a good way to see what people are up to. Um, and, yeah, it worked great last night for for uh, Arena Commander. Yeah, absolutely. I think it, it really um, made it a lot more uh, fun than it would have been uh, just trying to do stuff through text. Yeah. So anyway, um, uh, we'll continue to update you here and on the website about uh, about this uh, as as this process gets refined and other exciting stuff that we are working on. Um, and this, I remembered this week, John. I remembered um, iTunes reviews. We got a couple of them. Uh, we got <laughs> some great names uh, too. Frida's boss. <laughs> Who's Frida's boss? I don't know. Whoever whoever Frida's boss is uh, posted uh, that we are upstanding citizens, uh, nice podcast fellows, and that we should keep up the good work. So, but you know, who's Frida? First of all, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but apparently, apparently, she has a really nice boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much for that. And then and then I don't know, Mister Haha. This one's going to be close. Cashew Matrix. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, the old Gleepster loves him some cashews. So, um, anyway, Cashew uh, posted that you guys rock in caps, which uh, you know, of course, is is nice, and uh, that the show is very informative, entertaining, and funny, and that we should keep up the good work. So, uh, Mr. Matrix, uh, Frida's boss, thank you very much for um, uh, reaching out and uh, reviewing us on the iTunes. And and John, they were both five stars. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, so our, our average is uh, is uh, creeping up. I would so. still I would still like to know what the story is behind the uh, the positive review with two stars. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Just leaving room for improvement, John. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but we keep we keep this up. At some point, we're going to be able to get into a good school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Um. All right, and so following up on last week's show, um, I should not, I need to learn to not second-guess myself, uh, because when I do, I'm usually right. (laughs) But this time, I wasn't. Um, Yes, uh, when we visit other people's hangars, it will be, uh, when we were talking about instances last week, uh, when we visit each other's hangars, it will be an instance event, but the point of me bringing that up was that, in fact, the PTU, uh, the test universe, is also instanced off of our existing accounts when they have that in play, and it is that methodology which is being leveraged on a go-forward basis to help uh, with the instancing in the uh, uh, the PU, the eventual PU. So um, I know that's probably not that interesting taken out of context, but um, I, I did uh, I did write a note down, so I'm going to read it. Um, and then finally, we want to um, a, a sad moment uh, in the uh, in the verse podcast world. Um, a shout out and well wishes we want to give to Sonny and Garar of the Sonny's Diner podcast. I guess some real life stuff has forced them to call it quits. Uh, hopefully not forever, but uh, you know, hopefully just for a short time. Or anyway, we we hope that they that they are to hear from them again soon. Uh, I really like their show a lot, and uh, I already I already miss it. So. Yeah, I it was I think it was the first uh, Star Citizen podcast that I ever listened to, mm-hmm. um, and I liked the format of their show. It was cool. It was like they're you're actually in a diner, yeah, and uh, yeah. the segments that they did it was awesome. So yeah, yeah hopefully yeah. hopefully they'll be back sometime in some capacity. 
Yeah, yeah. It's like you could you could almost smell the bacon. I mean, you know, it was. Yeah. yeah it was very. <laughs> uh, it was yeah. Anyway, so uh, well wishes, guys. Uh, Godspeed. Hope to hear from you again soon. Yep. All right. Well, um, the dice presentation in Las Vegas happened since last time we uh, met, and uh, no official information posted. So I guess uh, what happens in Vegas actually does stay in Vegas. Um, <laughs> but uh, Ben Lesnick did tweet out that he is honored to work for a man who would tell a room full of publishers that community is what really matters. And so I thought that that was pretty cool. Yeah. But, Ben has faith in Chris Roberts, and so do I. So, um, uh, I guess it was just a you know he wasn't really talking too much about features of the game. He was just sort of talking about the whole idea of how games get uh, uh, or the development process or something. So he was anyway. just there to tell all the publishers how much they suck. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Um, so anyway, uh, nothing yet to report on that. I don't know. I'm keeping an eye on the on the com link. If they report something about it, I, I would I would watch the speech if they would post it. But um, so far, I haven't seen it anywhere. Um, then we had Around the Verse episode 30, which uh, aired on uh, Thursday the fifth, and in that we got a little sneak peek at a Skydoc concept and. Uh, this was sort of following up on that uh, Sandy Gartner sneak peek uh, photo that we had. I think it was last week. Um, but uh, John, can you can see the the, the photo there, and it's um, it's at about uh, four minutes and forty seconds of uh, the uh, episode thirty. So if you're interested in uh, taking a look, uh, go check it out there. Uh, but uh, does that look like you imagine your Orion is going to look? I don't know. The only thing I have to go off of is that first concept image yeah. that we have. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if this is a sky dock, I would assume that there are going to be, uh, I guess I guess you could call them platforms that the sky dock has to pick up and then drop off. Mm-hmm. And the Orion might be one of those. Yeah. Um, so that first concept uh, image we have would be the Orion by itself. Uh, and obviously it has like huge tank treads and it doesn't really look like it, it can, it can fly. Uh-huh. Um, but this sky dock would be needed to move it to another location. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of hard to tell what is going on uh, in this particular image, but I think uh, last time when we were talking about it, we weren't even sure that that was like a sky dock. We didn't, I don't even think we called it that. We thought maybe it was like some sort of ship construction facility. Yeah. So I think, uh, you know, since then, at least we have gotten confirmation that it is a sky dock. Um, Well, I'm pretty sure last week I said that the Orion might be the green thing down below, and this might be a thing that has to pick it up and move it. Uh-huh. Didn't I? Didn't I say that? I, I think we we you, we speculated that it was like being assembled, like the top part was being dropped onto the tread part oh, or something. Okay. I'm just oh, trying. I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to give myself a little credit here. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not being very supportive. <laughs> you know, John. I think you're right. I think that you know what. I see your point now. Thank you. Finally, <laughs> somebody sees it. You're so cool. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you know, um, that was, uh, I saw that and my, my, my bunny ears went, woo. And uh, I think I, actually I did tweet that out, I think. So um, yeah, you uh, did. Ch- check our Twitter on, on that. 
And um, Ben Lesnick did say that the, the the Constellation is going to be flyable in Arena Commander 2.0. Yes! So John, do not melt that ship. I won't. We need, we need it. Well, I might still melt it. <laughs> I might need the Orion. <laughs> but maybe maybe I'll wait. But the Orion won't be available for very long. Okay, I'm really conflicted. I don't know what to do. I know. You know, but, but conflict is entertainment. So there you go. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> um, and um, if you um, if you haven't seen uh, uh, episode thirty yet, you should check it out because we get to see Sandy Gardner catch a Nerf bullet with chopsticks, and how cool is that? <laughs> and then she goes to flight school. So um, they're actually they're doing like a series, like sort of like a little primer on how to how to fly in Arena Commander. So it's it's kind of. Uh, it's kind of uh, it might be a, a bit rudimentary for um, for some of the cool guys we play with, but uh, uh, if you're you know you might there might be something to pick up, so definitely check it out. Um, and then the art sneak peek for the week uh, was a gladiator getting all long and skinny as it jumped into a, a wormhole. So um, you know if you watch nothing else, go to about uh, thirty minutes and forty seconds and watch the art sneak peek because it's uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, definitely, I prefer uh, how this looks to um, you know what uh, what you get in uh, Elite Dangerous when you jump to uh, uh, to uh, hyperspace or whatever whatever we're calling it, but or when you when you do fast travel, I, it's a um, it's well, pretty cool. Isn't it Star Trek where, yeah, the ship, like, bends or, yeah, like, it's pulled out before it jumps into warp, right? Oh, it's, yeah, that could be right. That could be right. Or uh, was it, uh, well, Star Trek, Star Trek and Star Wars, you get the, um, the, the stars the stars, go faster. Yeah, yeah the, the stars go faster. Um, and but then, one of them, the ship, like, actually is stretched. Maybe yeah. it's like the next generation. I don't know. You know what, you, John? I think you're right. I can't remember my ship stretching movies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll, we'll oh, add boy. that. We'll, we'll add. We'll add that to the research at soon list. <laughs> um, okay. Um, we got a monthly report for January, so um, that was released, I believe, on Saturday. At least that's the the date, February seventh on the uh, Comlink website, so uh, check that out. Um, it's, you know, it's the report from all of the different offices, what they got going on, so it's, um, you know, it, it's kind of cool if, you know, a little, a little uh, extra reading if you got the time. Um, and then the big news is we did, uh, following up on the uh, Playtest Universe and version 1.0.2, uh, which I did play. Did you, did you ever get into the PTU, John? No, I didn't. Mm, I did, um, and it was it was a huge download. Um, you know, so kind of going back to that instancing um, uh, conversation, uh, they they created an instance of my account, and it, it took a long time to do. <laughs> uh, but um, you know, I I played in it for a couple of days, just mostly in uh, drone sim. I did go out to uh, the uh, public matches and uh, get my uh, my ship handed back to me in in a bucket of pieces a few times, but. Uh, do uh, you know? Not really a whole lot different. Um, the graphics seemed like they might have been a little bit tighter, um, but that could be um, uh, just uh, just me. 
But um, anyway, they released the um, uh, that version to the general public um, on, on um, uh, was it the seventh? It was on Friday. It was on Friday because there was a. Um, uh, a couple of small patches, which it, so that didn't actually take very long, but I guess uh, setting up the, the PTU, uh, because it was the first time, hopefully, uh, did take a little bit longer. But anyway, uh, bug fixes, balance updates, and small additions to the game. And we played it, uh, those guys with ships played it last night, Sunday night. So um, I had a lot of fun. How about you, John? Yeah. This was pretty much the first time I've actually played online, other than a couple matches. Um, mm-hmm. Surprisingly, it was pretty smooth. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a couple disconnect issues. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. We did some Vandal Swarm. Uh, we did a round of Capture the Core, mm-hmm. uh, where we got completely destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. it, was, it was 2v3. Yeah, and I well, think it was a 300i and a Hornet, a Super Hornet, versus yeah. two Mustangs and another Hornet. Yeah, I think uh, that was Jimmy. Jimmy was uh, flying the uh, Hornet Ghost. Yeah, yeah, and um, uh, well, we should probably uh, introduce who was there. Uh, we had uh, Yellow Stag came out to play, um, as did uh, Ace Azamine, um, who I. Um, uh, he is a member of uh, of the group. Uh, he's not following us on Twitter quite yet, but um, he came out. And then also Ajax, who uh, on the Twitter, if you're following us, is uh, Jimmy. Uh, he posts, like I mentioned him, he had some uh, calendar uh, information stuff. But um, those uh, three guys joined us. And uh, so when Jimmy joined, we were playing... Um, uh, Vandal Swarm, but uh, the most you can have in Vandal Swarm is just four guys. So we jumped out of that and jumped into a Capture the Core uh, instance, and um, uh, we got into it a little bit, and then uh, Ace had to take off for a, a, a little bit, and so it, that left um, uh, you, me, and Jimmy against Yellow Stag, and so we figured, you know, we got this, right? <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> no, no. It, w- it was an epic battle, and but just not for us. No. <laughs> M- Mr. Stag. Mr. Stag with the broken clavicle. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Uh, oh, my God. But uh, it, was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Was I was doing fun. some sneaky moves. Like, you, you I, I was hiding behind some stuff, and I was like, oh, they're never going to find me. I'm going to get the core, and I'm going to get out of here. But Ace was just like... Jonto's trying to hide over there. It's like, no, I'm hiding. <laughs> he is. Those guys are really good. Um, Stag and Ace are both really, really good players. Um, and so yeah. it was, it's very exciting to have them as a part of the group. Um, Ace has the uh, voice attack uh, working on his Super Hornet, and uh, so he was kind of demoing that for us. Uh, you know. Yeah, that was the, cool to hear. Yeah, given the commands in voice chat and. Uh, it was um, so he's he's got that dialed really nice. So it's um, inspired me to uh, get my act together and uh, get my uh, get my configuration going. So yeah, I I actually after playing last night, I I'm looking at Hotas setups again. Are you? Uh, yeah. So I mean, obviously, the RSI one is going to be the one to have. Um, mm-hmm. But we don't know when that's coming. So I figure if it's going to be like a year out, that it's probably worth 
picking up uh, the Logitech. I forget the, what the model is, the T-Flight or Hotas X or something. It's like 50 bucks on Amazon, and it gets, like, ridiculously good reviews. Mm. Um, so I might pick up one of those. Did you ever get any feedback on, I think, was that, wasn't there a Mad Cats uh, stick that you were uh, No, I, I don't think, maybe nobody has one of those. Um, uh-huh. It doesn't get as good reviews as the Logitech. Oh, okay. Um, and I don't know. I I just I guess I have to try one. Mm-hmm. It's it's mm-hmm. it seems like it would add a lot, uh, but I feel like I kind of need Track IR or Oculus to go along with it. Mm-hmm. Um, probably not, but I just the fact that with my mouse I can aim like precisely. And you can't really do that with a joystick. You're right. kind of aiming the entire ship, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so I want those two things to be separate. Uh, but maybe I'll just pick up the stick and see how it is. And then maybe I'll get track IR also. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I got to gear up, man. Yeah. <laughs> got to gear up. Um, so, yeah, we, we played... Um, uh, uh, for gosh, we must have been out there for about three hours total, I think. Yeah. But, uh, uh, in Vandal Swarm, uh, I remember getting up as high as level fourteen, so mm-hmm. uh, that was pretty cool. I, I, I don't think, think I. I think we did. We lag out at that point. Um, well, I th- you had to to log off. Um, I think right before we started the last uh, the last match, and um, uh, we made it to fourteen, and then there was one Vandal left. Uh, Ace had actually. Um, had actually died three times. Uh, oh. so it was just it was just me by myself in my last uh, in my last uh, life delta, uh, missing like a wing and you know like smoke coming out the back. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, uh, I, there was one more vandal hanging around out there somewhere, but I didn't uh, I didn't try to go find him. I just logged off. But uh, so anyway, got really close to fifteen. And uh, what Ace was saying is that when you get to level eighteen. Really cool stuff happens, so uh, I'm looking forward to getting back out there and uh, seeing what happens at level 18. I hope there's like a Borg ship that comes in. How cool would that be? (laughs) (laughs) You would be assimilated. (laughs) That would just be awesome. Um, So, and then, uh, like I said, Stag was flying a 300i, which is his loner ship because he's waiting for delivery of uh, his Aegis Gladius, I think. Um, Yeah, and then I think we mentioned that Jimmy had the the ghost, and um, I think he was also flying a Cutlass. Didn't he fly a Cutlass for a while, but but, uh, it didn't work out, or something like the weapons did the stick when he reconfigured the weapons or something, but... um, Or was it an Avenger? Was it really? Oh, okay. That I thought I thought I saw an Avenger in there. Oh, that could be. But um, you know, these guys are saying that the hollow table works uh, for them because they're you know they're swapping stuff out uh, all over the place. Um, so I, I think it I'm works have for to, me too. Uh, I'm gonna have to do like you did and do a complete uninstall and reinstall. I think. Well, I guess um, it didn't work before, but after I did my reinstall, it's working. Okay. All right. Well, I'm gonna. Have to give that a try again and see if uh, if that makes a difference because I would like to try some different configurations. Yeah, um, I actually and- posted in the forums about the Voyager Direct, uh, talk uh, asking about how the weapons, how that all that stuff works, um, mm-hmm. and like I got like four different guys responding and saying don't buy from Voyager Direct because the prices are ridiculous and they're going to be coming out with. Like free, 
um, UEC or something so that we can buy stuff at a more reasonable price. Um, well, well, they're going to implement the, and I think it's with 1.1, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, they're going to implement the whole arena commander. Yeah, thing. and you'll be yeah. able to earn them or something. Right, and then you'll yeah. be able to, um, they had talked about being able to rent ships, but I think for sure you're going to be able to buy guns with it. Yeah, because so. I wanted um, to buy some guns. I think I've bought, I think I bought something in there a few weeks ago. Um but yeah, I was just I was just looking at that and then I posted in the forums and I think maybe I'm going to wait to buy anything else from there until uh maybe 2.0 comes out or they they fix it or something because one of the issues is you have to buy two mm. weapons for each side, I think. Well, I I <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> uh, if I'm understanding it correctly, um if you buy stuff now, um, you will have that stuff available to you in the PU. Um, but the stuff that you buy with Arena Commander bucks, you're not going to be able to use in the PU. Okay. Um, so, you know, it is. But, I, you know, it's like instead of just like spending the money and um, not knowing whether it's something that you want, you know, you know, earn it, earn it um, or uh, play it in, in Arena Commander first. And then if you want it in the PU, then, uh, then uh, spend the money or... You know, <clears throat> excuse me, earn it. Yeah, and yeah. I would, I just would like to put this disclaimer out there for any new listeners. I am not that big on flight simulators or space simulators. I'm trying to get into it because of Star Citizen. Mm. So I, the reason I got pulled into Star Citizen was for like the actual walking around and like the FPS stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. So like when you hear me talking about not knowing how the flying stuff works, <laughs> it's because it's really hard for me to get into it because I've never been into it. But I'm trying. Well, you're the FPS master. Yeah. You know, and, and hopefully, uh, FPS... I'll be able to show people that I do have a little bit of talent, at least in that area. <laughs> you can't expect FPS master to know everything. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he just masters what he masters. So. <laughs> All right, cool, and that hopefully that's coming pretty soon too. So yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be looking forward to that. Um, so anyway, thanks guys again for coming out. That was a lot of fun, and um, uh, I hope you guys had as much fun as John and I did. And we hope to see you all and more of you out again next Sunday. Yeah, so hopefully it'll be a weekly event, and we'll have uh, we'll have somebody to play with every week. Yep, absolutely. All right, and so on the um, over the weekend, we also got a skins, shields, and gun sale, um, which kind of sounds like you know dolls, guns, and gemstone sale, or uh, <laughs> like there's a place down the street from uh, House Gleep where they have like these um, you know conventions where they'll they have these wacky combinations of things like uh, you know be guns, knives, and beanie babies, you know. <laughs> So anyway, we we got one of those online, and um, I did pick up a uh, a skin for my gray cat. Although I think the that skin came out earlier um, than this. Th- this uh, had skins for the Aurora, including a uh, a UEE skin, a pirate skin, and then an Operation Pitchfork themed skin. 
Um, so, and those cost five bucks. And uh, for those of you who have mastered the hollow table, you can apply them to your Aurora there. Um, there were eight different shield generators that were put on sale, two different types in four different sizes. And uh, if you ask me, if you you could, if you hung them upside down on the ceiling, you could have a, a really nice dance party for yourself. They kind of look like you know, yeah. they they look like like they should be at a rave or something. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're pretty uh, pretty cool. And then they had a, a ballistic Gatling cannon, which um, oh. I think is is a, is a pretty cool idea. Yeah, yeah. I want to I want to try to mount some uh, ballistic guns on my Delta, you know, just so you kind of have that laser ballistic combination thing going. Yeah. Um, but right now it's got the you know the lasers and then the uh, the dumbfire rockets, which I guess are kind of like a ballistic solution. But um, well, uh, we got we got one of these in a stretch goal. The preacher, wasn't it? Yeah, I believe that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'm waiting for that one. Do we get that for free? Um, I think we get say, that for free because we were there. Let's just say yes. I want to think yes. Yes. <laughs> let's just develop some unhealthy expectations. <laughs> yeah, we're getting it for free. It's ours. Damn it. Everybody uh, gets one. And then when we don't get it, we do boo. Yeah. This game sucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's a, that's a good question. Um, yeah, I can't remember which uh, stretch goal that was, but I do remember it happening. Um, and um, I'm assuming that the, the shields and the um, uh, the cannon, the Gatling cannon, are also equipable through the hollow table. Um, but I'm waiting for a bit because uh, I want to. I want to. I want my Moby glass so that I can. Uh, I can. Uh, Equip this stuff more better, but uh, maybe the uh, maybe the clean wipe and reinstall will uh, will fix that for me. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Um, then we got um, you know we had the um, the Moby Glass design document uh, last time. This time we have a shields and shield management uh, document, which is um, is uh, equally in depth. And uh, I have not gone through it completely but um, it's um, it's a pretty um, a pretty cool document that I think is going to be especially like um, Ace last night was using his voice attack to uh, change configurations on his shields or that was one of the many things he was doing um, so uh, I think uh, you know kind of getting a, a, a good handle on the full functionality that the or using your shields to their fullest functionality um, you could be helped by uh, going through this, but um, anyway, it's it's on the uh, the comlink page, so um, uh, check that out. Okay, I found the Preacher's Inquisition XXII, which is would that be eighteen or twenty two? Um, Do you know X, your X, Roman I, numerals? Twenty two. Okay, twenty two. Uh, uh, this arena commander upgrade will be given to all players who pledge before we reach the fifty five million goal. Yes! Yeah! Oh, dude. It's going to be epic. Yeah, I like free stuff. Yeah, <laughs> free stuff rolls. Free <laughs> free guns. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, my, my ballistic uh, weapon uh, dreams shall be realized. Awesome. 
Um, and so anyway, in this document, uh, different shield types, uh, the shield management, um, information monitoring. So it's like, you know, you're going to be able to get, you know, feedback from your shields and stuff. Um, the different kinds of generators, uh, managing the different uh, shield segments. I guess the shields are not just like a thing, but they have different segments. Um, and how you can set priorities about how, I guess, uh, power is shunted to, uh, to the different shields or the different segments of the shields. And uh, uh, FPS master, uh, there are at the very bottom of the document there are personal FPS shields. I don't know if you saw Ooh. that. Yeah, so um, I guess it's going to be like a gadget that you throw down, and it gives you a uh, a shield to stand behind uh, for um, a certain period of time. So that's definitely cool. This the the, the design doc highlights a certain player. Uh, who was requesting less power, and his name is Mr. I Have a Stupidly Long Name. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Player long name. Player stupidly long name. <laughs> I love the names that they put in here. They're yes. just, they're obviously placed, like, bad guy, OMG, 2014. <laughs> I, uh, I, I I like I like that player stupidly long name says yo what's up. <laughs> uh, so we're referring to screenshots of the uh, log files or the log displays. Yeah. In the, uh, in the document. Uh, yeah. Um, so. All right. Well, excellent. Um, uh, we did get another ten for the chairman. I noticed today we did not get one. We got a ten for the producers. So um, all uh, or ten for the designers. Um, this week, so I guess Chris got the week off. Um, apparently, is there any uh, sort of pattern to when they substitute something else for ten for the chairman? You know, I don't know. I don't know. It, it seems like they're trying to spread it out a little bit, but mm-hmm. uh, maybe, maybe Chris never made it back from Vegas. Yeah. You know, so like, maybe maybe they're covering up his disappearance. Maybe he was abducted. How uh-huh. cool would that be if he got abducted and like got some real alien tech? Yeah, and then brought it back first and put hand it in the experience. Game? Dude, or maybe the first. aliens are are like bribing him. Uh, yeah. To put them in as playable characters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, Mr. Chris Roberts, I, I, I put me in your movie, put me, put me in your video game. Yeah. Uh, well, that's right. Um. So anyway, in uh, the last week in episode 52 of 10 for the Chairman, we got some pretty cool questions. We got some good quotes too. Uh, Chris <laughs> said that the FPS module in March uh, is coming in March and will be followed shortly by the social module. So the man said March. I'm. I'm I'm excited for that. I, I believe in Chris. We trust. Um, uh, subscriber Bear asked if we're going to get org uniforms, and Chris said, "Yep." So those guys with ships are going to have a uniform. We're going to have to uh, figure out a way to come to a a group consensus on uh, what our uniform is going to look like. So I want it to uh, just be black leather jackets with those guys with ships on the back. <laughs> Can I can I have like uh, cigarettes rolled up in the sleeve? Yeah. All right. Cool. Hey. <laughs> um, and then uh, referring to and I'm getting confused here again because uh, referring to the post-release persistent universe, 
Chris called it Star Citizen 1.0. Because remember last week we were talking about, um, at the uh, at PAX, they were talking about Arena Commander um, uh, 1.1, but they called it Star Citizen 1.1. So, um, and we talked about, you know, well, if you have Arena Commander and the FPS module and the social model module, that all of those things together are encompassed by Star Citizen. So maybe they're going to call this Star Citizen 1.0. But now he's saying that uh, it's going to be post-release of the the PU, that it's going to be 1.0, so... Well, they're adding the uh, the pod, what, what's it called? The SimPod. Yeah, the SimPod, where you're going to be able to launch FPS and Arena Commander, right? Right. Yeah, so it's kind of, they're both in the same world, I guess, right now. Mm-hmm. So I guess it makes sense that Whenever an, an update comes out, it's going to encompass both things. They're not going to be updating them separately. I mean, they'll put in features separately, obviously, but yeah. um, I think it makes the most sense to just start calling it Star Citizen. Yeah, it's. I just. I'm. I. I just. I, it makes no difference at all. I know it makes no difference to the game we're going to play, and it makes no difference to uh, all the fun we're going to have. Yeah, but, it just feels like a milestone. Yeah. It's like, I, I have such a tenuous grip on reality anyway. It's little things like this that just make me go, have I finally lost it? Is it finally <laughs> gone? <laughs> okay. Um, so then a subscriber Marius asked if there are going to be multi-ship missions. Like, for example, a ship to haul cargo, like somebody's constellation, plus a ship to escort it, like maybe Ace's Super Hornet. And uh, what Chris said is, yeah, so that's nice. So you can you can get a mission, and there will be a role to play for more than one character, and uh, everybody gets paid. You know, so um, I think that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, that sounds uh, fun, especially um, since we'll be able to have org hangers and we'll be able to you know share our ships and stuff. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So you know, each person can have a different type of ship, uh, but we'll all be able to utilize it. Right, right. Uh, Dark Myth asked, will the inventory system be immersion-breaking crap? (laughs) (laughs) And Chris said, no. I I am paraphrasing, of course. Uh, He said, no, you are going to have to store stuff all over the place, and you're going to have to go there to access it. Uh, and there, there is going to be a deep dive design post coming uh, on this eventually. So uh, what the guy had said is, is it, is it basically going to be a magic inventory? You know, is it going to be, you know, where you just go to any inventory access point and are able to get stuff from all over the, the universe uh, instantaneously? And Chris said, no, you got you have to actually physically store it in some place. And then when you need it, you got to go to that place to get it. Yeah, this yeah. is kind of what Skyrim does. Like, I heard about people that would, like, pick up cheese wherever they found it and just uh-huh. throw it in their house back at Whiterun or whatever. So they would just have a pile of cheese on the ground every time they came back to their house. <laughs> <laughs> That's gross. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, So, um, uh, Manic asked, might we get some revenue-enhancing voice packs? And what? Chris... <laughs> yes. What does that mean? Um, like you know, for voice attack, when you get the um, you know the voice that talks back to you. Yeah. Revenue um, enhance. Oh, so we like yeah. pay for it, pay for packs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Pay to win voice packs. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And Chris <laughs> and Chris said yes that you're going to get uh, stuff for your Moby Glass for your Nav computer 
Um, I don't think it's a high priority, but I think it's something when they get to that point that uh, stuff like that will be available, either for for UEC or uh, perhaps in the uh, in the pledge store. Although after um, after release, I think the pledge store goes away, doesn't it? And uh, yeah, there'll there'll have to be a different way to get real money into the game. So. All right, Jormanda asked, "Will there be a system generate? Will there be system generated missions for org capital assets?" And uh, Chris said, "You know that was an interesting idea. They hadn't really worked that out yet, but that there will for sure be missions of ver- varying scope. That there are going to be org sized missions for sure, which can be picked up by a player character or." NPC orgs for player character orgs or NPC orgs, which I thought, wow, that's pretty cool. There are going to be NPC orgs. So um, if you want to, I'm guessing maybe at some point we'll be able to have alliances with NPC orgs. So like if you, um, you know, if we have um, a a particular org activity that we want to do, but everybody has a particular ship that you want to uh, fly, uh, then you can, you know, hire another org, an NPC org, to come play with you. So I think that they're scaling, you know, the the player character, NPC character relationship uh, to exist at the, the one-on-one, the group or the squad, um, all the way up to the org and perhaps even the alliance level. So um, I think that that's just going to make gameplay um, that much richer. Yeah, and it'll be a lot better for the people that don't have any friends. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. You can make all kinds of NPC friends. If you have no friends and you're listening to this, you do have friends because we are your friends. So come join, come join the organization. That's right. Instant friends. Just add Diet Coke. <laughs> I don't. I don't get that reference. Um, that's all that. That's all that uh, Gleep drinks is Diet Coke. Oh, so. okay. And he drinks a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Apocryphon, which is a pretty cool name and probably means something really uh, uh, heavy, uh, said, <laughs> how about some co-op PvE FPS missions? Huh? What? Huh? Yeah. Co-op PvE FPS. Oh, okay, I get it. There's a yeah. lot of acronyms in there. I know, I know. I, I did that on purpose. <laughs> um, and Chris said, absolutely. And he got all excited. He just got all, uh, all bubbly and started talking fast and stuff. And he said, uh, you know, that, that's kind of what they were, and we talked about this a little bit last week, the Nemesis system, you know, that they are, are working on. And that, you know, having named NPCs and, and stuff like that so that, you know, we can take some guys from our group, um, you know, load them up on the Redeemer, go to um, um, uh, an abandoned uh, factory or what have you, and we would have a mission to clear out that factory. Um and so, but well, the, the Squadron that, 42 is going to be co-op, and there's going to be FPS combat in that, too. Right, but this is going to exist in the PU as well. Uh-huh. So that it's not, you know, you don't have to just only play the, um, the um, like, it's only. I mean, it's not like it's a, like a, a, a major, you know, penalty. Uh, but you, you're going to be able to get that kind of gameplay in the um, in the persistent universe and not just in the uh, in the uh, single player game. Yeah. So, all right. Um, and then I like this name, Stafa Carthurma. That's a good one. Uh, will we get some org tools to uh, manage our membership and our fleets? 
And Chris said, yep, there's going to be some tools on the, on the website. Uh, there's going to be some tools on real-world mobile devices, you know, like our iPads and our, um, our tablets. And that there's also going to be tools in our Mobi Glass that will allow us to do that. So, um, And then he gave a little talk after, uh, after he was done with all the questions. And he said he is super excited for this year and, it's, and that there's a lot of stuff coming up. And, um, uh, you know, it seemed like he was being really genuine. So I'm excited, too. Speaking of like mobile devices, yeah. Um, since I've been playing Disco Zoo, <laughs> <laughs> I've been wishing there was a Star Citizen type thing like that. Something that you have to go, you have to check, you know, every few hours on your device to uh, make sure that things are managed and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like a game aspect to it. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be cool if they like incorporated that into Star Citizen, um, but it was connected to the Persistent Universe. Okay. So, like, if there was some kind of mini game that you could do on your phone that could help you in some way in the PU, mm-hmm. I think that'd be a cool thing. So you're thinking about something different than just like managing inventory or doing communications with, um, uh, you know, like like doing uh, strategic planning or stuff like that. You're thinking more of something entertaining. Yeah, something that would keep you coming back and that would give you some kind of, uh, it would give you items or money or something in game. Maybe like um, like some of the like managing your portfolio in, in GTA, where you're able to do that in game on your cell phone. But if you could take that out of the game and put it on your cell phone, uh-huh. then uh, maybe something like that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think that'll be uh, well. I mean, I think that there. Well, aren't there FPS uh, like some of the Battlefield games where they have stuff that you can do on tablets? Um, like yeah, some... Battlefield Four has the commander mode. That okay. uh, lets you use a tablet to to connect to like somebody's playing on a console or something, mm-hmm. and like put in like supply drops and airstrikes and stuff from oh, the okay. tablet. Okay. So yeah, maybe something like that. You know, and you could be um, doing that, interacting either with uh, player characters or perhaps even. Uh, uh, non-player characters, and that would sort of give you that that kind of mini-game uh, uh, feel, where you know, like you're interacting with the universe, but it's not actually you don't have to be dependent upon other people being online to do it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, so then we had um, Reverse the Verse episode thirty-three after Around the Verse episode thirty. Um, I just I wish somebody would just like reset reset their sequencing or their sequencing so that we could get this this all synced up again because every time I go I go through this I always like am I getting the right one? Is yeah. This, is this one? yeah. Well, every time uh, I read the name of this show, I kind of think of Superman the movie when he uh, winds back time. <laughs> I, can you imagine like Ben Lesnick flying around the earth like at super light speed? Oh man, <laughs> that would just great. rule. That would rule. Yeah, I'd pay. I'd pay money to see that. Um, uh, so some of the highlights from Reverse the Verse episode thirty-three: uh, CIG is currently being ravaged by the flu, which uh, caused uh, Bug Smasher Mark's leg to spontaneously break in three places. What? <laughs> 
Yeah, I embellished a little bit. I guess that the folks that are, they they've had the 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 flu has gone uh, burning through there, and then actually it is true that uh, you know the bug smasher guy, Mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he actually he broke his leg, and so why he was not on the episode this week, and uh, so we uh, want to send a get well shout out to uh, to Mr. Mark. Uh, we hope to see you back uh, soon doing bug smashes. How does a, I like saying a, that? How does a coder break his leg? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> uh, wasn't there like a movie uh, with uh, Samuel Jackson about that? Or I, 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 Yeah, I, I don't know. Anyway, I hope it gets better. <laughs> All right. And uh, the Herald, we have a concept ship race here. Uh, the Herald and the Jean Scout are sort of neck and neck coming uh, into uh, the hangar ready finish line. So... Um, uh, I know. Uh, I know. Jimmy has uh, that we played with last night. He has a herald, and so does Tam Demonium. Um, I got the Gian Scout, so uh, uh, I we we'll have to see who's going to be happy first. Um, that's coming up. Uh, the Retaliator is looking good. Uh, hangarfication, and that's not my word. That's a word that they use. Hangarfication uh, continues. So hoping that that's going to be some uh, showing up in my hangar again or uh, sometime soon too. And there will be an inheritance tax of some sort because we had talked about, you know, uh, probably many episodes ago now that, um, you know, what is going to be the disincentive for dying? You yeah. Know, like it, you know, if you, you know, if, if you don't lose anything, then why would you care? I mean, you might, you know, at the end of like, say that you're going to, you know, you're going to be logging off for a couple of days, you know, just like go get your character killed, have some fun and then come back um, with your new character assuming there was going to be some sort of uh, time penalty. But what they're saying here is that know that when you die for the last time um, and such that your uh, inheritor is taking over your stuff, some of your some of your your value is going to get transferred to uh, the government uh, to uh, for the uh, the privilege of passing that stuff along. So I think that that's uh, that that's going to be a, a good way to kind of keep that uh, that dynamic in check. Well, the other disadvantage is that you have to wait for your ship to be manufactured again. Um, oh, you know, I mean, like well, I mean, if you die with your ship. ship, yeah, yeah. If you you die with your ship on, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that, yeah, you'll be able too. to die outside of your ship also. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like if you run into the FPS master in a dark alley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to stop saying that. <laughs> um, okay. Um, and. Uh, Something we had talked about last time, the firing ranges in our hangars. They may be coming back soon. So I don't that, get why they took them out. I don't know. The same reason I don't have any fish. The, the same same reason I, my, my aquarium disappeared. I don't, I don't know. Does your jukebox work? It does, but I still haven't figured out how to load um, um, my own music into it. Okay. I mean, it just, <laughs> I think we were talking about last night uh, in the launcher disabling the... Um, the soundtrack in the launcher you know it's because because after a while especially like when it's doing a patch and it's like going for a couple of hours and it's just you know that that song over and over and over again so yeah. so i spent five five dollars to get a jukebox that will play that song all the time <laughs> in my hangar <laughs> it's just it's just not that happy um well so do you, you remember that video i sent you that was like the the audio the spatial audio or whatever and the guy's running around in a circle and the audio's like totally weird yes that was very cool 
I couldn't I tell that... if that was real or like I was gonna say photoshopped, but uh, <laughs> edited or something. Yeah, I, I I think that that's still out on Heroes Tavern, so go check that out. I think it's uh, I forget what it's called. It's uh, what's wrong with this picture or something like that. Yeah, it, yeah I guess maybe funny. it's just a feature of uh, CryEngine. I think it's just a feature of being an alpha. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, it, uh, a little bit of sad news here, which uh, kind of head scratching news here that the, the freelancer is not going to be flyable until Arena Commander 2.0 at the earliest, or possibly even later. Ooh. Does that make any sense to you? I mean, that, yeah. that ship's been around. I mean, forever. why would they put the freelancer in later than the constellation? I don't get it. I mean, because, well, the Freelancer was in the game when I uh, originally backed. Yeah, um, it's an older ship. Huh. It must be some reason why they're not, I don't know. Well, I can understand them waiting for 2.0 because there's really no big ships in the game yet. And I think... Right. right. I mean, they're putting in uh, multi-seat ships before 2.0, right? Well, right now the um, the Cutlass is in the game, um, a single seater version oh, yeah. of it. Yeah. But it is a multi cruise ship. Uh huh. So um, anyway, I guess you know the or later part sort of piqued my uh, my curiosity. Mm-hmm. It's like why why or later? Yeah. Um, I, I and- still can't get to the back of my Mustang. Like I want to see what's back there. Is there something back there? Am I missing something? Not in your Delta, no. What? No, no, not in the Delta. In the in your Beta, there was. There was Dang the it! Cam- the camp, the camper shell thing. Yeah. Oh my the- gosh! <laughs> no, not in the Delta uh, that okay. I'm aware of. But you know, it's. Is there uh, is there anywhere to walk around in a uh, Hornet? To walk around in a Hornet? Yeah. Is um, there like a space in the back? No. No, no, it's, okay. it's it is it is two seater, but uh, you you climb in on the top. Okay, you climb in on the top. Both both players climb in on the top, um, and uh, uh, th- we got some uh, interesting news about the reclaimer. And I think is it Andre that owns the reclaimer? I, I apologize, Andre, yeah, um, that I I'm not remembering this off the top of my head. But uh, the good news about the reclaimer is that it is likely going to be able to eat fuel and weapons without getting an upset tummy. So, so, th- <laughs> no, you don't get it. No, I wrote that one just for you. Okay, let me so, wait. It- let me read it again. <laughs> Likely, weapons without getting an upset tummy. So, when the reclaimer goes goes out to salvage, you don't have to worry about separating separating out the fuel or weapons before it squishes it all up. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got it. I forgot. Yeah. I forgot. <laughs> Never mind. Let's let's move on. Let's keep going. Moving along. All right. <laughs> and speaking of Logitech, they are not doing the the Hotas, nor will <laughs> nor will they be doing the Hotas or the Hotas, Hotas, Hotas. <laughs> they were quite emphatic about that. So. Um. And um, and finally, uh, yes, Virginia, you cannot shoot missiles through a wormhole. Ta-da! That's it. Well, that's uh, good. Probably. <laughs> yeah, it would be cool, but uh, you would have to make an argument for immersion breaking there. So. Yeah. 
All right, and then of course, um, uh, lovely Sandy Gardner has gave us a bunch of uh, cool Facebook sneak peek photos this week. We have a personal arc welder, so um, you know, the, and this looks just exactly like my personal arc welder in real life too. So that how how cool is that realism? Oh sure, yeah. Um, we've got another um, uh, a peek into the interior of Nyx, which we talked about is that uh, is going to be one of the, the landable areas uh, that's in that asteroid. It's sort of a, in a crater in the asteroid. I guess it was a mining colony, but anyway, it's supposed to be a bad neighborhood. And then we got some more uh, concept art on the SimPod. So um, I, I tweeted all of those, or retweeted all of Sandy's posts on those, so definitely um, uh, look for those. And, and she tweeted oh. one more thing. Oh, did she? Ooh, when, when did that come out? This is this just came out a few hours ago. Oh, uh, it's, cool. It's a stem pack. Oh, wow. That's what she calls it. That's a big old needle right there, John. Yeah. I'm thinking. Uh, I don't want to be. Uh, I don't want to be on the receiving end of that. Yeah. <laughs> Make mental note: don't get shot. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Okay, and so do we. Um, I'll, I, I will favorite her tweet, um, so uh, we can make sure that everybody else sees that as well. Ah, that's very cool. God, the fidelity on this stuff is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can hear me leaning into my computer monitor. Um, <laughs> wow, that is that's. Oh man, now I'm sad. I sold my Cutlass Red. Oh. You can probably still have one of these without it. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, just for like at home on the weekends. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> All right. So, um, wait, what are you, you know? doing? What are you doing with your syringes, Glee? <laughs> what are you doing Diet, on the weekends? Diet Coke. Oh, okay. <laughs> Lots of it. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, John, that is about it. Um, you know, besides Arena Commander, have you been playing anything else? Um, yes. So, there was a game that just came out, um, and I've been hearing tons of great stuff about it. Uh, and I was uh-huh. on the fence about picking it up just because, you know, another $60 game. I need to be careful where I spend my money, especially when the Orion is around the corner. Um, yeah. But I was just too tempted, and I went and picked up Dying Light. You did. I did. Okay. I couldn't resist. No, you, um, you didn't wait for those half-price zombies. No. What I did do, though, was I picked it up from G2A. Have you heard of this site? No. no. It's a it? site that... It's a gray market. So oh, okay. people take their codes that they have for games, and they sell them on this site. Um, oh, okay. And then, so you buy their code, and then it's kind of like... It's basically just like putting it up on eBay. Um, okay. So that's where I got it, and it was like 40 bucks. Oh, okay. So, yeah, if if you're pressed for cash, it's a good place to go. The downside is sometimes people can post um, fake codes, and there's right. no way to test if the code is correct because once you put the code into Steam, it automatically redeems. Um, so right. G2A themselves can't test it. Uh, but what they do is they do you – they contact you right after the sale with uh, like a – chat window um Mm -hmm. and they do a screen share with you so that they can watch you so they give you the code Mm -hmm. and they watch you put it into steam oh cool yeah so it it kind of adds a layer of protection 
So um, if it's a if it's a bad code, they'll refund you your money. Yeah. And then they and then they pull the money out of the the seller's account and probably flag them as um, as a bad person. Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, so I think there's probably still ways that it can go wrong even when you do that. So I wouldn't buy everything on there. I just bought it there this time because I wanted to save some money. But um, but yeah, the the game is awesome. It's have you ever played Mirror's Edge? A little bit. Yes. Yeah, so it's like Mirror's Edge mixed with, like, Dead Island. So it's like an open world, um, there's zombies, uh, mm-hmm. and there's parkour. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I, I saw, um, I think it was uh, the Rad Brad, are you aware of him? He's a, yeah. a U- YouTuber guy. Um, I watched him play part of it, and I, I think I saw the introduction part where it's like you get introduced to, you know, your your hero is a parkour instructor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, that that's me. That's yeah, me. <laughs> it's kind of yeah, it's kind of crazy, but yeah, it's really fun. Just like jumping over the buildings and stuff, and you gotta stay, you gotta keep moving and stay uh, elevated because obviously there's zombies everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. I've only had a chance to play like an hour and a half of the game, um, mm-hmm. but I, I've what I've heard from like podcasts that I listen to is that at night you gain double XP because the zombies are, like, crazy enraged. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm kind of excited to see that. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm liking it so far. So that's Excellent. Dying Light. That's pretty much it other than uh, some Arena Commander. Awesome, awesome. Uh, you know, Arena Commander is all that I, um, that I have played. I did uh, finally, I think I had mentioned before that I was... Uh, my Nvidia Shield, I was not able to get it to stream the games on my PC. It wouldn't uh, find the um, PC on my uh, local network. Uh, oh. So I, I did um, spend a couple of hours online with Nvidia on their online chat and did get that uh, partially nailed down. I'm able to launch games, but uh, it has no sound. So oh, yeah. Well, I'd like to, I'd like to hear if uh, that works with Star Citizen. I don't think it will. It's um, they, there's a specific list of games that you see in your uh, GeForce Experience uh, application. Oh, that, okay. um, but it, you know, there's a lot of a lot of the games. You know, like uh, Arma Three will work. Um, uh, Far Cry Four, um, all the Borderland games, those all work. Um, well, hopefully they add they add games to the list, and Star Citizen will be one in the future. Yeah, it could be. I mean, as you know, I did uh, like I did launch the game, and it gives you literally the screen from the game on the device, and the screen on the device is really not that big. So, um, I'm still I'm still uh, more excited about playing games developed for the device itself. So yeah, like the, the, the port of Half Life Two um, is flawless. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it plays, and uh, War Thunder is supposed to be coming out for it, which is really the game I'm looking forward to. Um, so. Anyway, that's uh, that's the only non-arena commander thing I've done. So, um, and you you didn't even do that. You were just on <laughs> you you were on the support line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a it's a different part of the hobby, I suppose. You know, but, uh, <laughs> it, it it is actually sort of in a, in an in an odd way entertaining, relaxing time. You know, so. <laughs> Staying on hold with Nvidia while they play like Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> I I feel like I've I've brought up Nicki Minaj multiple times on this podcast. 
You have. You have. <laughs> I, I know what's on your jukebox. Jeremy. Well, you know she has a song called Starships. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, So well, maybe we that... should make it our theme song. No, we shouldn't. We shouldn't <laughs> do that at all. No? But... <laughs> But thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Everybody well, thinks I'm a Nicki Minaj fan now. <laughs> I do not well, care for Nicki Minaj, I promise you. You have no one to blame but yourself, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I am Gleep. You can find me in the Those Guys with Ships Star Citizen Organization. I'm on the RSI subscriber forums. I'm on Heroes Tavern, Twitter, and on Steam. Check the show notes linked to in the show notes for exact addresses and spellings. Um, and then I've got a new email address, too. Um, you can uh, email me directly, uh, gleep, G-L-3-3-P, because uh, I'm leet like that, at versecast.org. Did, I like the .org part, because like we're an organization, .org. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think I said that the versecast.com was open mm-hmm. but then i went to to buy it on godaddy mm-hmm. and it wasn't available ah. um so <laughs> i don't know how that happened but org was available and i thought you know that's appropriate so i picked that one up so excellent excellent um and so john where can the uh the listeners find you you can find me on twitter Steam, Heroes Tavern, and RSI at the only Jonto. That's like Tonto, only with a J. Because <laughs> um, I feel like when I say Jonto, somebody might think it's J O H N T O, which would probably make sense. Good but <laughs> I wasn't really thinking when I made it. But um, yeah. anyway, that's where you can find me. And oh, you can also find me at John at versecast.org as well if you want to send oh, okay. me. If you want to send me a personal email, um, and that's, you, you got an H in that one, right? Yes. All right. The Excellent. H, the H is there. Excellent. Spelled, spelled right. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can reach the podcast at the Versecast. No, that's not right. Uh, comms at versecast.org. <laughs> I'm sorry. I should have removed that line. No, that's fine. Um, okay. Yeah, and then you can tweet at us at Versecast. See, now we're Versecast everywhere. There's no yes. the Versecast, so excellent. it's easier for people to find us. Uh, That's right. And I love that our name is like it's our name is unique. So like, if mm-hmm. you search for Versecast, all you're gonna find is us. And what else do you need? You, nothing. Like there you go. Just forget the rest of your life and just dedicate yourself to burst cast. Okay, okay, I'm moving on. Uh, join our organization. We are those guys with ships. RobertSpaceIndustries.com slash orgs slash versecast. See, didn't we got the verse cast there again? Man, we're we're just cruising. <laughs> uh, come join us at HeroesTavern.com, where we have a Minecraft server. We have an awesome community. We got forums. Uh, we got the mm-hmm. Mumble voice server, which is, yeah. again, a great place to meet up to play any kind of game, uh, mm-hmm. especially Arena Commander. where we Now with 20 awesome, slots, right? Yes, 20 slots. Awesome. Um, once we hit that max or start to approach it, we can upgrade it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, join us there. Uh, we would really appreciate it if you left us a review on iTunes. So just go to iTunes and search for VerseCast. Uh, and leave us a review 
that would mm-hmm. be totally awesome. And then you should definitely check out RonaldJankies.com. Uh, he did the intro and outro music for mm-hmm. the verse cast, and he's an awesome guy. He also has a YouTube channel, uh, and I think I might have mentioned this, but he's got some. He plays some of his songs live on there, and he's he seems like a pretty cool guy. So you should go check yeah. that out. Definitely check him out. We yep. really appreciate him uh, letting us use his uh, music because it makes me all warm and fuzzy inside. Yeah. <laughs> and on the outside, because I'm a Muppet. Get it? Uh-huh. Yeah, I was going to ask you, are you a Muppet fan in general or just Grover? Um, not in general. I mean, it's like, you know, all like childhood stuff. So, uh-huh. so do you like the Dark Crystal and Labyrinth? Ah, uh, God, it's been so long since I've seen them, but yes, yeah. Ah, oh, those are, yeah. I love those movies. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I mean, I used to watch the, the show, like, you know. That yeah, was... the show's awesome, too. Yeah. All right, well, until next time, then, um, we will see you in the verse. See you later. See you later.